Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The HIV epidemic is not over. HIV is still here. The face of HIV is so diverse. The biggest thing to reduce HIV stigma is just to talk about it testing and PrEP and HIV treatment and how effective it is today. Undetectable equals untransmittable. Whether you're positive or negative, there's not a wrong door. Whether it's testing or whether it's treatment, do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about HIV testing, treatment, and prevention at doitforyoumc.org. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Hey Rush Nation, welcome to the Five Yard IDP Show. Week two, sorry, week two review, and we're getting you ready for week three. God. It's going quick. Yeah, cocked up already, straight away, <laughs> smashed it. Um, so as you can see with me, I've got my, host, my co-host, Brendan Veal. How are you on this uh Wednesday early evening. Yeah, very good, mate. Um, just about recovered from Sunday evening. Um, waddling around the kitchen celebrating. So um, already, already on the already on the dolphins talk. I mean, no, no, no. I'm, I'm going to be. I'll be good. I'll be good. I'll try and be good. I promise. But um, no, it was. Um, I think we're starting to see sort of week two few teams sort of you know potentially what they, they could be about this season um still a few surprises um so but we'll, we'll get into that as we go through uh go through week three but uh yeah some some cracking games at the weekend some great comebacks um and um yeah yeah it yeah. was it was an in, yeah uh, interesting week as a as a whole i think it was for me it was it, it started off slow um i felt that it was yeah, it, it and then suddenly it all kind of erupted, and like you said, with the comebacks. Um, so you're not talking about the Bucks Saints, then? No, well, that actually did erupt. Yeah, that, did, that needed to erupt. It was awful before that. Incredible, but, incredible, uh, and we've yeah, and we've had Murph back in the back in his Bucks, and uh, 
Nathan banging on about the Saints. So it's been it's been quite interesting on the uh, five yard chat this week with the uh, <laughs> backwards and forwards with them too. But um, yeah, right. So what we're doing today is same same setup as last week, pretty much. So we've started our IDP Educate series. And um, we're going to carry that on. So this is week two of that IDP Educate series. And today we're going to look at the linebackers. Um, so I'll get straight into that straight away. Last week I talked about the DL position and I advise you to target DLs that have high tackle floor and that all also have a sack upside. Today I'm talking about the linebackers and the advice is tackle, tackle, tackle. We are targeting LB1 and some LB2s. That is what we're talking about, as in their team's linebacker one and their second string linebacker. That's about it, really, when you think you've got two, 32 teams. That gets you pretty much 50 deep in players. Um, we're, ta we're targeting the ones that have great tackle numbers. And to do this, you want linebackers that have got very high snap percentage, so as close to 100% as possible. They are always on the team. Um, a little tip, it's not always linebackers, but look out for the green dot on the back of the helmet. That is the indicator showing the defensive leader calls that on the field plays. Um, and it's often what we call the middle middle linebacker. He used to be pretty much nailed on that would get that sort of that role of the defensive leader, mainly because he can see he can see what's going on. He's looking straight in the quarterback's eyes. Um, so so yeah, so really the advice is tackle, tackle, tackle high snap count and like i said if if you have got somebody with a green dot i mean we you've got that guarantee that he's going to be on there um all the all the time so sacks are interesting when talking about linebackers and when i'm talking about linebackers i'm talking about the main central linebackers not outside linebackers that also play um uh, the defensive edge sort of role who are edge rushers they are on sleeper especially they'll be they'll be down as dls and that's where you should be starting those guys but this for this one in the middle linebacker role or the linebacker roles that are on on sleeper you'll be looking at the high tackle count guys so i'm going to share a screen with you there you go so we've got the nfl 2021 season that you should be able to see there um these stats in front of you are um, they're on Pro Football Reference. It's some, something I use free service, nice and easy. Uh, got lots of information on there, and quick to get hold of, and you can you can uh, easily navigate your way through it. But it shows you what it does, and I just wanted to show this is is this combined sa uh, tackle number here. You've got the solo tackles to the right, um, and what you're looking at right there is these high high volume tackle players. Alucon uh, last season he was at Atlanta. Um, he 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 was on the field all the time, absolutely all the time. He had more time on the field, I think, than anybody else. Um, and he managed to get 192 so um, combined tackles, which is absolutely huge. See some very well-known names down this list, um, and that's why they are the targeted top kind of linebackers that you've got going forward. Um, so going on wise, looking at it's a simple exercise. If you, like I said, you could go through team by team, picking out um, the top linebacker and the second top linebacker from every side. Um, now, picking between each linebacker, uh, each top linebacker, is quite a difficult exercise. And it is 
often preference that you're going to pick your top linebacker. I mean, we've had a lot of um, talk this year who seems to be linebacker one overall. A lot of people liked Roquan Smith. Um, a lot of people liked uh, Darius Leonard, Shaq Leonard. Um, those guys have done it season in, season out, racking up a lot of tackles. Um, yeah, so so as I said, the guys that you want to be targeting are those guys that are on the field all the time, often in teams that you've got one middle linebacker, one linebacker that is there, just tackle, tackle, tackle. And then you've got um, what you'd call a coverage linebacker, often alongside him, who flies around the field a bit more and is a little bit more impact play kind of guy. Um, he often wouldn't be the one at the top of your tree when you're trying to buy, trying to pick up these guys. Because, like I said, it's the tackle floor that you want in these linebacker roles. They're the ones week in, week out. Don't forget, you're trying to win weekly games here. You don't want to be taking gambles in every position. So, and one of those positions, if not two, if you've got two, two linebacker spots, most people start linebackers in flex spots as well to, to lock in those um, those sort of like high floor points that you you know you're pretty confident you're going to get week in, week out that they're on the on the field. Um, so going over previous years and just talking about an example of where you might have taken a, a risk. I said my preference is the highest tackle floor, the better. So when I'm talking my top five overall, I'm not a Devin White guy. Now, Devin White, what I mean by this is Devin White's massive season was um, 2020 season. Uh, and Devin White, he recorded, I think it was nine sacks, 140 tackles, fantastic amount of tackles. But it was those nine sacks that sort of skewed the results for people. In 2021, he, he was first off the board and people were really overpaying for him. And then in 2021, it didn't really wholly work out for him he had a a, a much uh he had less less sacks quite a lot less sacks if I remember rightly and um also his tackle numbers were slightly down as well um so everybody then went off him but they shouldn't have really you should have never have ever put him up there because it was the sacks that pushed him into that stratosphere of of these huge points um and chasing sacks is definitely not the way to go um, at linebacker, especially as your first IDP off the board, I, I'll be honest. I don't even look at the sack figures when I when I'm selecting um, linebackers. I'm not interested in sacks one bit because it isn't. Uh, you you can't guarantee it. They can also stop quite quickly. They can stop be. They can stop being rushing the quarterback. Their role can change quite quite quickly, and it happens. It can happen mid game. Suddenly, suddenly that's it. If if it's a run heavy offense, you know that they, they often switch. They often switch to to just getting tackles, stopping that run, um, and loading up the middle of the field. Um, so really, that sort of like summarizes this tip. Don't forget what we're doing in this IDP educate. It is for people that are starting out and uh, that are that are getting into IDP that have probably been playing offense for quite a while. So. For for a lot of people watching this, you'll you you'll know you kind of know all this kind of stuff already. Um, but yeah, if another thing to add to it is Mike um, Mike Randall, our, our one of our guys who's writing for us, his second article has gone out and that is up on the website on Five Yard Rush now, and that is uh, the linebacker art, art, article, which ties in quite nicely with this. So that is it for 
for that uh, for for this week. Um, we'll be going on to DBs next week. Um, so I'll be talking safeties, which is um, going to be a little bit more tricky because they are um, not as straightforward. Uh, there's certainly not this year. We've seen some, which we're just about to talk about. I'm sure we're going to mention quite a few safeties in this episode because. Yeah, there were some big numbers put up by quite a few of them this week. So, Bren, talk to us about week three. Who's got who? So, week three, well, we've had a couple of stellar Thursday night games to sort of kick off the first couple of weeks. Um, Not sure I'll be staying up till the wee small hours for this Thursday night, but could surprise us. Uh, So, we've got the Steelers going to the Browns. So, obviously, the Browns coming off the back of that um, comeback by the Jets. Um, Defence was poor for me, um, in a, in a, I think, as a whole. Um, the Steelers uh, coming off the defeat to, to the Patriots. Um, I, I think you'll see something similar from the Browns this week. The, the Steelers have got to figure out a way of rushing the QB without TJ Watt. And they didn't seem able to do that against the Pats. Um Despite the fact that Mac Jones had a very inconsistent outing, um, I thought to be fair, he looked better against us week one. Um, so, but they did get the ground game going uh, with Damian Harris, uh, ran for a TD, um, and uh, Ramondre Stevenson seemed to be able to. He didn't have too many carries, but when he did have it, he seemed to be able to get through that that front line of the Steelers almost not at will, but he was sort of running over him a bit. Um, and I would expect the, the problem is that the Steelers and there was there were a lot of sort of noises of discontent coming out of those Steelers fans um, at the weekend uh, with the way Trubisky was playing. They don't. They've got some. They. I don't think there's any question. They've got good talent. They've got good wideouts. Um, you know Johnson, Claypool. Um, you know the tight end um, Frymouth. Um, but they don't. Either they don't have enough confidence in the O line to get set and allow Trubisky to, to go a bit deeper. I mean, he was just, it was short throws, sort of five yards, nine yards, whatever. Um, and for all the Browns were poor against the, the Jets, um, for me, um, I think I think they'll be better at home against the Steelers this week. Um, I think, you know, Garrett and co will be looking at, at the way Trubisky and, and the Steelers sort of set up and played um, against the Pats and, They'll be sort of, and their their offense, the Browns' offense, will be exactly the same, just with more talent. They'll they'll pound the the ball, um, yeah, you know, with with um, with Chubb and, and Hunt. So um, I could, you know, I could potentially see a scenario where the Steelers are, are maybe chasing the game a bit early on, and, and I don't know. I mean, how much longer before they do throw Kenny Pickett in? I don't know. Um, but like I said, defensively, the Steelers. They've still got a lot of talent there, but they just seem to be a bit devoid of confidence against the Patriots with TJ Watt not sort of, you know, yeah. their, their lead man there. TJ um, Watt, TJ Watt's a huge loss. Massive, I mean, massive, I know yeah. people. I mean, I, I follow Jordan Reigns a lot on IDP Army, um, and I know Jordan's a big Pittsburgh fan, um, but he's right when he says about TJ Watt. It is he is. To the Steelers, he is pretty much everything when it comes to that. It's what they do. It seems to affect the rest of the field as well. You know, just having that pass rush there um, that can that can change a game and dominate a game. Um, not having it there suddenly, it, it was like the Steelers sort of forced themselves to do things that they did. You know what I mean? You didn't feel that it was. I just didn't feel they were ever that 
sort of comfortable in their own skin, really. Mind you, saying that, um, I'm not a fan of Miles Jack, as you know, and everybody probably knows this. Um, but he he's racking up some points, and he's one of these players at this moment in time that is. Um, yeah, you, you you got to go for the points, guys, whether you like him or not. And at the moment, he's 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 on the field all the all the time. He's got I think he's got eleven solo tackles. He's got twelve assisted at the moment, so twenty three combined. He's right up there. Uh, he's, he's yeah, he's up there the same with Jordan Brooks and Gruger Hill at the moment. Um, who else is on this list? I've got a list in front of me, and obviously. Hub Minka Fitzpatrick again. He's had another good week. He's had another good week. So, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm edging Cleveland to win the game. Are you? Are you? Are you yeah. going with Cleveland yeah, to win I, the game? I, I yeah, think I think they'll they'll be better this week. Um, another divisional matchup. Um, and like I said, I, I expect the the defense to be better. And I think I think the Steelers have got a. They've got to improve on both sides of the ball this week, and I just think Browns at home. Um, mm. I, I think they just probably just edge this one. Coromo had a good game. Mm. He had a good game for him. I like. Uh, I mean, I don't dislike the the uh, the Browns defense at all, and I I, I think that they uh, they do both of these sides. Both of these sides are. It's like they're treading a bit of water to get going. You know what I mean? It does feel like they're do they're like in the motions. Both both teams try and obviously you know with the Browns, um, it's nice to see Mari Cooper make some catches. Um, yeah, I yeah, Browns for me. Wage that. Okay, right on to the early Sunday games. Um, Bills at Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not sure about this one. I mean, for all we can bang on about the comeback against the Ravens, um, the Bills are just just a like, class above everything at the moment. Lights uh, out on both sides at the moment. Yeah, they are. I mean, I mean, it's, it's a great matchup. I mean, you got you know, two teams going head to head that put up what 83 points between them last Sunday um, or over the weekend. Um, but the Bills, Allen, you know. Uh, they just, I, yeah. I, I just think I, I know it's only sort of week two, week three, um, but and we don't want to get too sort of too carried away. But they look for all the world like the Super Bowl contenders that everyone was tipping them in the, the sort of the preseason to be. Yeah. Um, defensively good, um, you know, Von Miller had another good game um, against the Titans. I mean, it was a complete blowout. To be fair, um, Titans were never in it. Um, Bills didn't allow him to be in it. Um, so uh, Rousseau had another good game. Um, Tyron Johnson, yeah, yeah, good game. Just, just good on both sides of the ball. Yeah, um, even Tremaine Edmonds comes steaming through yeah. for a start. I was like, whoa, hello, who's this? Who's um, this new? Who's this new linebacker? Oh no, it's Tremaine Edmonds doing, doing non-Tremaine Edmonds things. So um, they, they just, they just seem to. I, I mean, Allen seems to be. Uh, Playing, but just you know, he, he was sort of smiling against the Rams week one, sort of handing off defensive players. He was, you know, slinging things almost underhand. <laughs> um, so it's it just, and that's what you want to see as a Bills fan. Just you, you're not just a quality quarterback, but someone who's just loving playing the game at the moment. And it's as much as it, 
I've never been that anti-Bills. Um, it's always been more sort of Pats and Jets as a as a Finns fan. Uh, the Bills were always one of those teams that you sort of yeah, all right. Um, what do you honestly? What do you what do you think for your? I mean, like like my view of the Dolphin side of things is look, don't you got you got to give it to Tua now. Anybody who's been knocking Tua so far, like we know that he's got a great amount of weapons there, and they are working for him but at the end of the day that's you know he, he's got what he's got if he can make that work that's it that's all you need to do that's all that organization needs to do is get it going and if Tua's the guy to get it going and he can do it that's it we don't need we don't need him to be Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes you need him to get that going and if that works I mean that was brilliant but a one thing I would say Baltimore can't run the ball. I don't, they cannot run the ball at all. So there was no run game whatsoever there, which to, there was one, one part of me, I'm not quite sure why Miami loaded up so much on trying to stop the run when it was not really there to stop. Yeah. Um, and therefore I reckon they probably could have shut the game down a little bit earlier if, if they didn't concentrate so much, but also yeah, defensively as well. They're not great Baltimore at the moment. They're not particularly great. I mean, amazing amount of, um, open space Tyreek Hill. Tyree Hill. I know he's a nightmare though, anyway. You can't really knock it. He, he seems to do yeah. it against everyone, so yeah, but it's, it's, they, they've got they've got those sort of two two wide outs, and it's all about I don't you. think you'll get that against the Bills, though. Not, not not a chance. Um, so I don't know. I mean, is it at I, Miami? It, it is at Hard Rock, yeah, but I think it'll be, I think they'll give them a game. I think oh, it will yeah. be, be competitive, but I'm really I, looking forward to it. I, not, you, I, you're I, probably not. I'm, I'm not. I mean, I'm behind <laughs> behind the couch. No, it will be. I mean, to be honest, looking at the schedule and having watched the Bills in the first two weeks just destroy, you know, the Rams and, and the Titans. Um, I just think actually going into the game, almost accepting that look, this is the best team in the league at the moment, and it'd be no disgrace to lose lose to them at, at home or, or whatever. Um, the fact that we've we've had a big comeback at we two playing with a lot of confidence. Um, if we lose it, we lose it, but we're still going into a decent run of, of games. You know, we've got the Bengals next, which are quite fancy. Um, if we go into that two and one, I yeah, I'll, I'll be happy with that. Um, defensively, we've already touched on the Bills. Um, Miami, um, I can see, I can see the secondary being. I, th- I think they'll all be busy, um, but <sighs> picking players out of it for this matchup, I don't know. I'd probably be swerving. Yeah, I mean Miami defensive players. Um, I, I agree. I think I think you've got to go. You still got to, the Buffalo defense is just still still for me just elite in making those those plays when um, the game starts to go. You know, like it did um, against against Tennessee, the game suddenly went. You know, Josh Allen turned it on, and then the game disappeared from Tennessee. And over that sort of period, they went mental. It was like every play defensively, Milano. You know, he had that pick yeah. six, um, and it's just they got a lot of players. Uh, um, what's his name? Jordan Poyer as well. Mm. Get a pick from him again, and. You know, I mean, that, that, that's probably where I'd be looking for for the Valley because, I mean, for all the Dolphins were good, you know, there were still a couple of picks from, from Marcus Williams of the Ravens. Um, yeah. The, the O-line's better. I mean, Terran Armstead went in carrying a bit of a knock, but he did play. Um, the Miami O-line has improved, but 
I think this Buffalo defense will either get to her or they will put enough pressure on, like you say, mm. for a Jordan Poyer, a Milano, or someone in that backfield to to get. I can yeah. I can see a, a couple of turnovers. Yeah, it should be a real good um, game though. Should be a good. Yeah, but I, um, I do I do think the Bills the, the Bills take it. They're just playing like yeah, say right out football. I got to go. Yeah, I got like you said. You got to go. You got to go Bills as your pick, really, because well, you you are you are taking that gamble if you don't. Um, and at this stage, you've really got to go with so, where it's at. They've been so good. But yeah, should be should be fun for the neutrals. Not so much fun for me, but never mind. Um, right, next Sunday game, Bengals going to the Jets. Um, could be interesting. Uh, Jets and Joe Flacco with the late comeback against the Browns, which we've already touched on. Um, although I did feel the Browns' defense were below par, but credit to Flacco and, and the Jets. Bengals still some question marks, still some problems. Um, you know, lost 2017 to the, the Cowboys um, without their starting QB, although credit to Cooper Rush, he was, you know. Um, again, Bengals O-line, you know, another six sacks. I mean, we were talking about who's top of the, the QB sack chart. Well, it's it's Joe Burrow quite comfortably at the moment. And there are still, you know, some concerns um, at Cincinnati about this, this offense just misfiring. Um we said last week, I mean, I thought they'd come good against the Cowboys after a pull one uh, week one showing. Didn't happen. Um, I, I think a week ago, you'd be looking at this game going, right, well, the Bengals will sort of turn it on and, you know, against the Jets that are still sort of very much in a rebuild. Um, but I, I don't know. Um, I think I, I am going to go with the Bengals because I do think there are still a lot of question marks. You know, you still got Joe Flacco under center. Who's, who's not a stellar QB. Um, mm. It's, it's still not a great jet side. I would still be loading up on, you know, you'd be tried and tested Bengals players in this game. You Sam Hubbard, Trey Hendrickson's, etc. cetera. Um, however, I would still arguably be looking at some of the jets players. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, you see, I mean, because of the question marks over this, um, this offensive line and the lack of protection that, that Burrow's getting, I would be looking at, at yeah, I mean, obviously, most people have CJ Mosley. Um, you know, one that's that possibly is, and has quietly had a, a decent start to the season is the other linebacker there, Quincy Williams. Um, you know, he's, he's racked up, he's had a sack in the first sort of couple of weeks. Um, he, he, you know, he had 107 tackles last season. CJ Mosley was he's he's sort of the, the fashionable pick at the Jets. Um, mm. so, um, I, I think that probably there is some value there on that, that Jets defense. Um, um, yeah, it's go on. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. There is value there, and I do think that that this is a good, this is a really good matchup. It's just, it's crazy to even think that we're actually saying. I mean, the Bengals made the Super Bowl last year, and do you know what? I'm going to pick the, I'm going to pick the Jets to do them this week because <laughs> if I tell you what, if they don't sort that line out, the Jets yeah. defense as a unit, um. It's at the Jets as well, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I, I'd wor- I'd worry about this for since he need to sort their shit out quickly um, yeah. because yeah, they will. I, I think they'll get. I think they'll get to him and they'll create pressure. And if also that the the Jets got moving last week, they got moving. Garrett Wilson was off the field for a bit, come back on, and was just 
absolutely, I, it's, it's like he's the wide receiver one in the moment over Elijah Moore. Um, but they're, they're going, Brees Hall scored. Um, it's all sort of trending in the right direction. That offense is starting to look, this doesn't, for me, it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't look great for um, for the Bengals. And as for their defensive players, yeah, like you said, you you'd start the ones, the big names. Um, but I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, I would think there would be better options that wouldn't be so much of a gamble at this moment in time. Um, they're not right up at the top of the tree of players that I would pick this week. But like you said, it's still Flacco and center, and it's still it's still at this moment in time the Jets that we're talking about is is a very transitional unit. But they're still I looking. Mean, looking better. I mean, my concern this is, and I'm I'm going to back the Bengals to win this one because I think they have to. Um, because just looking down the schedule, they've got us week four. Yeah, I got him. Yeah, you yeah. Know, um, do they go to then they go to the Ravens and then they go to the Saints? They've got a tough, you know, week four through six. Um, well, you got Steelers before you. Um, I've got one here. Is that right? Yeah, Bengals, Steelers, Dolphins. Unless something's moved. So uh, have you, have you got sure. different? Um, Anyway, but they've they've got some tough matchups sort of coming down the pipe. They have. um, So I I think, yeah, I'm going to back the Bengals because I can't back the Jets. Um, Not in this matchup. But like you said, it just seems so bizarre that, you know, they they were not a million miles away from from being world champions back in February. And now there seems to be an awful lot of pressure, a lot of question marks on on Burroughs and that offense. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Bengals. Next Sunday game, we've got the Raiders going to the Titans. Uh, well, we've already touched on the Titans. I mean, they got absolutely blown out by um, by Buffalo. Um, Raiders, uh, yeah, had had the overtime sort of loss. Um, in a little bit of a sketchy game against the Cardinals. Um, another team I'm not still not convinced about, even though they got the win. Um, I think. <sighs> I mean, in terms of this one, I mean, it's it's one of those that I'd be looking at, and I've, I've sort of in my notes looked at a few sort of offences, and we've touched on um, sort of the, the Bengals, Jets being one of them, sort of questionable offences, questionable O-lines, where I'd be looking at, um, you know, players, you know, IDP players, um, because of the, the matchup, and this would be one of them for me, and I'd be, I'd be looking at the Raiders players. What I would be looking at, um, I mean, I'd be looking mm-hmm. at your obvious, I mean, the, the Titans... The Titans, for me, have no plan B. If they can't get Henry running, um, all right, the, the Bills one thing. Tannehill doesn't seem to have any other options. Um, they don't seem to have a contingency plan. They're relying awfully heavily on sort of Derek Henry, and, and that's if he stays fit for the, the whole of the season. Um, so, for me, it's one of those that I'd be looking at. Again, you know, you, you've tried and tested sort of... Um, Raiders players, Max Crosby's Chandler Jones, uh, one of your sort of favourites, Mr. Diablo. Um, another one I'd be looking at, and he's, he's one I've sort of stuck on the waiver watch without sort of jumping too far ahead, uh, would be Nate Hobbs at corner as well in this game. Yeah. 
Uh, definitely yeah. like him. Um, he's had two good weeks, 20 tackles. And like I say, you know, I like him week three going up against a lackluster Titans offense. Um, you know, if, if Crosby and Co can shut Henry down um, and Tannehill's yeah. got to start sort of lobbing it down the field, Nate Hobbs is definitely one that you, you want to be trying to pick up. Yeah. Um, their secondary, the secondary making some serious, scoring some serious points with Jonathan Abram as well. Hmm. He's racking them up as well. So yeah, but between them, they've had thirty nine tackles then too. Nate Hobbs and Abraham in two matches. That's- so yeah, it's it's at Tennessee, but I I like the Raiders. I think that I think they they should have put the cards away for me. Um, you know, but yeah, uh, it, that was that was shocking for me. That was absolutely shocking display from the Raiders. I mean, if they're serious about being contenders, you've got you've got to beat Arizona in that instance. Um, I know it was. Kyler running around like a child. Um, but seriously, though, I mean, they, they couldn't... The, I mean, the Cardinals couldn't get much going at all on offence. I mean, n- nothing really. And they and they managed to, to to win like that. The Going on to... Uh, talking about Cardinals, and I'm not going to destroy them too much, but um, I still have not got a clue what's going on really at linebacker again. Simmons played something like 60-something percent of snaps. 62% of snaps, I think it was, I've heard today. Um, I haven't got that stat in front of me. But if that's correct, he's meant to be the lead linebacker. And he has been having the green dots. So I'm not quite sure exactly what the hell's going on there. I know he made that, he made that, um, the the turnover late on in the, in, in the game. But that was about it. Again, it's it just it's it's baffling to me of what 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 they're doing at the Cardinals. Um, defensively, it's big play or nothing for them a bit, and they seem like this kind of team. You know, it's it's like massive plays, um, and they're going to do something spectacular to do it. But they've got they haven't got a lot of rocks. You know, guys that are just churning either doing well offensively or defensively at this moment in time. Just yeah. just lacking. And and with the Raiders, like I said before, they've got to they've got to cut they've got to sort themselves out when it comes to winning these kind of games because they've got to do it. They've got to do it. And against the Titans, ah, oh, I'm gonna go the Titans. I'm gonna go for the Titans because I think they will get something going against a Raiders team that uh I don't know. I think that that that'll really hurt them last year, last week. So I am going Titans for it. Okay. Um, Saints at the Panthers next on Sunday. So um, yeah, Saints. Yeah, Saints coming off that um, uh, scrappy, literally scrappy um, game against the the Bucks. Um, and it, as we touched on in the intro, it really needed something to kickstart because it was it was an awful sort of three three matchup until um, Mike Evans and Marshall Lattimore had them, um, which was a shame really because I thought I, I thought Lattimore was having a cracking game. Yeah, um, really was. I mean, you, you saw it time they kept highlighting it on you know on the coverage on red zone, and he was just very handsy, but all perfectly legal, just bumps and bullies those those receivers. He's a pain. He's a pain. He's, yeah. he's such <laughs> a clever. Yeah, irritating yeah. sort of yeah player but uh and i think you know that his ejection made made a difference because obviously you know wasn't wasn't too long before brady sort of you know hit perryman sort of long downfield and you think yeah if marshall's still on the are they making that play if he's still on the field i don't know um yeah. so 
but uh, yeah, a bit of a bit of a bad day, bit of a, a bad day at the office for the Saints. Panthers, don't know. Uh, Baker mm. seems to be really struggling to get anything going on this offense. Um, yeah. I just don't like him at the moment. Um, I'm not sure what you think about the Panthers at this moment in time defensively. Uh, Um, Defensively, what they're doing is they're creating a a bit of a stir in the fantasy IDP community because of... um, There was question marks anyway at the start of the season about the... Talking about ties in quite nicely with our linebacker week um, of who would be the main leading linebacker. And that should... Well, he should be. We all assume that it would, it would probably be Shaq Thompson. He's been that guy for a while. Um, but Frank Louvu has come kind of out of nowhere. He is the Jordan. Jordan quoted this the other day. Um, he is the Denzel Perryman of this year so far. He's come out of nowhere, and we've gone hello. Look at this guy. He is playing a ton of snaps. He's yeah. um, sixteen tackles so far in two games. 16 tackles and yeah, and he's getting, he's getting pressure as well. Um, he's got a pass defended in there. Um, yeah. And he's been, he's just around all the time, you know, he seems to be on the screen a lot. And you think this, this guy's, this guy's making a little bit of a name for himself so far. And he is, he's definitely, we mentioned him last week. He is, a, he is now um, a must waiver wire ad. I'd go as far as say he's a must add because it, it, the consistency of the two games um, it is they have looked better uh, in, in that stage of the field, especially from last season. Um, yeah, and it's definitely it's definitely his job. Also, um, Brian Burns, he got himself yeah. amongst the sacks, and that's yeah. great. That's great to see Brian Burns. I'm not. Um, yeah, I I I I was big on like I mentioned the other week ago about um, about picking the Panthers as, as the team. Last year, they were going to be the defense that we we were hoping um, to see, and it just didn't happen last season. And this season, they they are looking a bit, they are looking more like it as a unit. The one player I am so Brian Burns happy with Frank Louvu, absolutely. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't discount Shaq Thompson. He's still putting up the tackles and still making plays. but the one I am sad about is the guy that I was really behind this year, and the big pick for me was was Jeremy Chin. I should have listened more to what was being said. Everybody was saying about him being used um, deep and not playing as far um, up in the box, and that has been true. Um, yeah, surprise. I mean, with him doing that, the surprise actually looking at the numbers is is the other DB Xavier Woods. Um, who's yeah. Had- he's- Virtually same number of sacks as as Chin, but his tackle numbers are, are considerably better after yeah two. He's he's on twenty for sort of two weeks. They are. Um, yeah, we're still waiting for JC Horn to. Yeah, I've got to I've got some. So going through um, oh, Jeremy Chin uh, seventy three snaps against and Xavier Woods seventy three snaps. So both on the nose, um, but Xavier Woods paid up in the edge position. He had nine snaps up there. Yeah, twenty-eight snaps up in the box against Jeremy Chin's thirteen, uh, and 50, 50 of those snaps, fifty of the seventy-three snaps with Jeremy Chin were deep, fifty of them. So, you know, is it time to drop drop Jeremy Chin? Oh, it depends on how 
bigger rosters are, but he's he's not a for me, he's not a starter at the moment. There's too many guys kicking around this wire who are scoring points right now. And we know a Jonathan Owens, uh, you know, uh, even Jalen Thompson, John, Jonathan Abraham, Nate Hobbs. We've got all these players. Xavier Woods, you just mentioned him. Oh, you've got to pick him over chin. I can't believe I'm saying it, but I am. Yeah. There you go. Sorry for bleating, but I'm bleating. No. So we're going... Um... So we're going Saint. Well, I'm I'm going for a Saints win in this. I'm, go, um, I'm going for definitely going for a Saints win. I think Saints win, but, but IDP value on the on the Panthers definitely. Yeah, and Winston has been sacked. Was it ten times? All right, I think it is ten times. Something like uh, that. Yeah, he's he's three behind. Uh, he's yeah, three he's, behind Burrow in the in the, Burrow. in the race. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, but you just got to have a little look. He has. Nate, I've lost sound at this end. Is it back on now? Yeah, 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 I got you. Yeah. Yeah, so Brian Burns. Brian Burns, couple of sacks. Be lovely. Yeah. Okay. Uh Ravens going to the Patriots. Um don't think this is a great week for the Pats to be playing the Ravens, um, even at home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know. Might be a little, Lamar and Co are going to be a little bit pissed off. Um, yeah. So he, he put up all those yards and still ended up on the losing side. It's the last time I'm going to mention it. Um, so, yeah, Pats coming off the, the back of a, you know, a 17-14 win over the Steelers, which, you know, as we said, we sort of they grounded out, got the run game going a bit. Uh, Mac Jones looks, I mean, I know you were saying that you weren't sort of overly sort of enamoured with the Ravens' defence at the moment. Um, mm. But uh, it'd be interesting to see. I don't know. I mean, Matt Jones, as I said earlier, very inconsistent against the Steelers. Um, so they, they did lean on the run game. Um, yeah. Defensively, just looking at sort of the Pats' performance so far this season, you know, all right, Judon's had a couple of sacks, which you'd expect elsewhere. Looking around, quiet, um, isn't it? It is. It, it's there's not, you know, just looking down the, you know, the the, the first two weeks, um, there's nothing really that sort of leaps off the page. Juwan Bentley's played okay. Mm. Um, there's nothing really, with the exception of Jude on. No, um, I know Duggar's Duggar took a bit knock yeah, this week, yeah, so and it was he's been quiet. Um, so yeah, I think. Um, I'd, I'd worry for the the Patriots this week. I think the the Ravens or yeah, I agree. Lamar, Lamar will be all over them. Um, I'm not sure where I actually see the value. I mean, all right. I mean, we've we've already touched. I've, Marcus Williams had a had a good game. He was back. The only it was an offensive shootout. Dolphins Ravens. So there really wasn't anything to, to highlight, with the exception of the Marcus Williams um, couple of picks. Um, yeah. He's a good pickup. Um, so, yeah, uh, the only the only thing is with with somebody like yeah, it's it's just whether it's if it's consistent yeah. side of things. Yeah, isn't it, it? It's, it's, but, it's, it's, it would be a gamble if you're going to pick him up at DB this week because I think the Patriots will try and keep the ball on the deck. Um, I but agree. I think the Ra- it, the Ravens will be out front early doors. 
Um, and it's just how Belichick and co decide to try and combat that. Um, I'm not sure he's going to have the, the trust in Jones after the last week's performance to to go airing it out here, there and everywhere. And I don't think they've got the personnel really to, to do it at the, this moment in time. Um, so, yeah, not sure. I think from a, a roster point of view, this is another game that I'd be sort of looking to sort of duck out of, find value elsewhere. Um, I think the Ravens will have this all ends up. Um, yeah, I'm going Ravens as well, mate. And yeah, like like I said, it's not a massive one for me fantasy wise because, like you said, the the uh, Ravens players are a little bit like you know if they do get into a shootout, it, it, it I just it might not happen in this game, and it's too much. There's not players that I would really pick out and say yes, they're must starters. And again, with the Patriots, you know, there's too much rotation going on there um, for a lot of players in a lot of positions, and it's really difficult to to nail on players that are going to score particularly quite well. Like you said, it might, it might be Judon would probably be my, my pick from players that are possibly on that field where you might get, you might get Lamar holding on to it. Queen's had a reasonable start to the season. Um, Actually, to be fair, talking about Marcus Williams, his tackle numbers for the first two weeks are pretty good. Yeah, um, Marlon yeah. Humphrey, Marlon Humphrey as well racked up a few as well. So I mean, mm. they have got them, but that's because they are getting into the. I mean, the secondaries have been particularly busy. Um, mm. They've probably given up tons of yardage, but yeah, they've made a few stops. Whether that will continue into this week, I'm not so sure. And for me, it would be one of those games which I'd be like, defensively, not quite sure whether I'm mm, liking it. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, yeah, definitely Ravens. Um, Lions coming to your Vikings. Um, it's another early Sunday kickoff. So, um, mm. well, I touched on it before the season started. Was Aiden Hutchinson the real deal or the hard knockers talk? Uh, yes. Based on week two, yes, he yes he is. Um, yeah, three, three sacks, and I think that was by half time. Yeah, um, it could have had a safety, but Charlie Harris nicked it off him. Um, <laughs> so, but fair play to Charlie Harris, opportunistic. Um, yeah, the, the, so, but the, the Detroit are you know they're, they're on offense as well. Mate, they're, yes, they're, exactly. They're fantasy wise, fantasy wise, Detroit are you know they're a team that you should be looking at for on both sides of the ball there's players on there that are happily scoring points and don't particularly see it stopping quite yet um if at all Hutchinson yeah great absolutely great I mean a three sack game it's not that common people seem to think it is and it isn't that common um and it is yeah it's it's a it's a great performance especially so early on in the game um yeah, lovely. Great to see. Great to see a rookie get that get that under his belt and get that good start that 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 he kind of deserves, really, because he's definitely he's putting in. The, you can see that he's putting in the work. I think the development already from from college onto the onto the pitch in these NFL games is is there. I think he looks a little a little bit more polished than he did um, coming out of college. So I'm I'm really happy to see him go that way. But they're, they're looking. It'd be inter- I mean, I, I I do like this. Is I think this is one of the, the picks of the weekend for me. But yeah, you know, just looking down the, the rest of the line so far over the first two weeks. Um, yeah, Hutchinson aside, you know they've got some decent numbers at, at sort of linebacker. Paris, 
someone we've we've mentioned, although we've never been overly keen on him, Antoloni. Yeah. Um, tackling them is decent. Your man Rodriguez. Um, yeah. You know, he's got his snap count's good. His tackle it's numbers going up. It's um, going up his snap count the week straight, on week. It's you know, Walker's someone we've already touched on in the secondary. Uh but Akuda's got some decent tackles. You know, is it this there is a decent looking outfit. They are, they are, and I tell you what, like I said, uh, fantasy wise as well. You got to go at the end of the day, whether you like a player or whether you don't like a player. At the moment, they're in a good spot. All of these players, Detroit are, they look to be having fun out on the field, and they seem to be getting things done. Things are happening for them, um, and it's certainly, it just looks, it looks good. You know, they've got that momentum going. I don't really want to play them at the moment. Not coming off the back of, I mean. That game was hard. It was gonna be hard. I we called it. We know we're 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 back in the Eagles this year to do particularly quite well. And they're starting to look, I think they're looking the real deal. Um offensively, they're extremely I think they're extremely good at this moment in time. And it was really hard not watching it from a neutral point of view. Um, because they were frustratingly um good just generally like you know it was it was play after play every time they got they got the ball in hand they got they got something every time it, it looked like we were gonna get a bit closer to making a stop they hurts done made a throw he's looking particularly good and defensively yeah they're they're they're, they're decent they are a decent outfit and i think it's going to be it's going to be tough for a lot of teams this year. So with us, though, um, so the Hicks-Kendricks thing levelled itself out quite quickly. Um, Kendricks was back to his self of, of 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 making tackle after tackle and flying all over the field. So he had a, he had a particularly good week. Um, got a little bit of pressure up front, but very difficult against Hertz. And I don't like the matchup for the guys up front, not particularly against Goff. Goff's playing particularly playing well he's getting rid of the ball reasonably quickly when he needs to um and because you're wary of their two-headed sort of running attack you can't go you can't go marching in you know you can't it's not easy to pressure the lines at the moment they don't have to throw they're not they don't have to and then when they do they're getting players like some brown um just just the easiest of throws and then getting yardage after the catch. And that is, that's worrying for, for, for teams that are playing them at the moment. Um, oh, I don't know what to do when it comes to the actual game. I really think it's tough for us, but I am going to go with us just because I still think we're, we're in a better, we're a better team at this moment in time, but they are seriously making ground scarily for the rest of the north for us it's crazy jesus thank god the brains are still awful um the the bears the brains are awful but the bears are awful um thank god they are uh and the packers are having a little bit of a struggle as well but yeah the lions are decent so yeah i'm gonna go us though yeah what do you reckon i i just about give it to to your Vikings at home this week, um, needing to bounce back, like you say, you know, a bit of a bit of a sort of um, divisional matchup. So, um, yeah, I, th- I think the the Vikings could do with just a few more turnovers. You know, converting some of that pressure into um, it's 
See, we we were very rigid against the Packers, and it worked really well. Um, as a defense, it was it was pretty much very structured, very by the book, nothing really flashy, and it worked really well. And against against the Eagles, it felt like we needed to do something a bit more. Mm. You know what I mean? So it was like yeah. worked that week, didn't work that. You know, the Eagles are. And what worries me about this one is the Lions are very, uh, they seem very well coached at the moment. And they've got, they've got like, like um, the Packers didn't have that man. They didn't have a Devontae Adams. They didn't have an AJ Brown and they had, didn't have an Amron St. Brown. And I just worry that St. That Brown will, will, will do really well against us as well. Cause if we're too, if we're too static, in those lines, he'll find he'll find space. So yeah, sorry. <laughs> Go on. Right. Um we'll touch on the Eagles, so we'll go to them next. Uh they're away at Washington on Sunday. Um so it ties in nicely because the Lions beat Washington 36-27 at the weekend. Um it was a bit I was I was giving a bit of credit to sort of Wentz and the, the Washington offense last week and then they decided to wait until the second half of this game to play a bit of football. Um, yeah. So I think it's, it's a very weird performance by Washington <clears throat> for me. Yeah, a bit, bit disappointing. Um, against, as we touched on, a very good sort of Lions side, but again, a Lions team that, for all we've touched on defense, they will concede points. Um, mm. So to see them be just so, I don't know lethargic in the, the first half and not really anyway um but they're going up against the eagles this week and they sort of covered that pretty well um so i i just i can't see I mean, the, the one thing that stood out really for me and i i touched on it when we were talking about um the week one match at the vikings packers and just you know the way justin jefferson played in in that game and i i actually said that i felt one of the mistakes that the packers made was they were sort of persisting with this this sort of zone defense and jefferson was just running all over it yeah eagles didn't do that because darius slay had a a fantastic game um and that's that's just an example of you know just how how good this eagles defense and how well how well drilled they are um you know they looked at that week one match and said well we can't give him the freedom of the park so darius go and make his life a misery um i think he had what two picks and probably could have had could have had a couple more um yeah. like yeah. five, five passes tipped um so um or deflected um so yeah and and then obviously we've we've talked an awful lot about the eagles defense and, and yeah. how good that is so i'm not going to bang on about it um TJ- <sighs> TJ Edwards, like I said, my boy, he's 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 doing it. He's not letting us down. He's 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 up. What's he got? Seventeen combined tackles, twelve solos. He's moving. Up. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, did I get TJ Edwards? Yeah, seventeen, twelve. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, TJ TJ's definitely trending up. He's gonna he's getting into that top. He's getting into that top group, and that's where he, that's where I, I hopefully I, I I see him being all season. Um, rest of that. Rest their t- rest of their players. There's Marcus Epps is, is starting to log some points. Um, he's a bit of a plug and play guy for me. If the if the matchup's good, um, and this week it potentially is. Is it at is it at the Eagles? No, it's at Washington. Okay, so it's a little bit a little bit tougher, but I don't I still don't see 
I still don't see Washington getting anything from it. No, but... I mean, if, if we're if we're sort of looking down and there's a couple of players, I sort of did sort of sniff around on the waiver watch again based on sort of the week two and and the first two weeks sort of you know top ten um, sort of rankings um, on our sort of FIF scoring. Um, one I've had a look at in the DBs for Washington, uh, Derek Forrest. Um, yeah, so who's, who's had a, you know he's had a, he had a good week too. He's, he's remained you know he's top seven in DBs. I, I'm not I'm not sure I like him in this particular matchup. Um, but then it's I look at it, once they get the Eagles out of the way, they've got some favourable games against some iffy offenses weeks four through six. I think he's um, he's he's definitely some player. He's a player that can be picked up and played. Um, Forrest. The worry is the worry is the injury to Cameron Curl. So if Curl comes back, does it impact Forrest? But at the moment, um, yeah, he's playing well. So I mean, it's, it's difficult. Um, it's, it's difficult to just say, oh, he's going to give up the position straight away when Curl gets back. The, I mean, the other one that would look at, given, and I say, yeah, I don't, not overly keen on Forrest in this particular matchup, but you know, maybe have a look at. I would, I would maybe pick him up and see. See how he sort of performs in this game, and then, and like you say, the curl injury may be a factor. One who might be more of a factor, given the the matchup in week three, hmm. would be Darren Payne. Um, okay, in the DL, so he's quietly sort of had a, a good couple of weeks. Um, yeah, twenty two points week one in a sack, fifteen points last week in a sack. Again, you know, but this is I would if I was going to pick one and play one. If I was a bit short this week, he'd probably be it because obviously playing in the D, you know, the D line, he's going to be. Um, he's going to be busier than. Go on. I like I like the other side. I like I like um, the pass rush on the Philly side. I think I think there could be because again it's Wentz. Mm. This is maybe something so far that we've missed. I mean, this is this is the guy that got sacked. God knows how many times that that last season he had for the Eagles, where he spent most of the time on his back. Um, he's only had six this season though, so he's doing. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the only three down. a week. I'm just, uh, I'm just waiting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> three a week's fine. I can take three. If somebody, yeah. somebody wants to give me three, that's fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it just, you know, it's just one of those kind of go-to sort of picks. And I know it's a bit of a soft pick, and some some people say, oh, anybody can say that. But you know, when you're looking at these players, and you think you can only go off what you can go off, mm. and yeah, I just yeah. I the only the issue is trying to sack Jalen Hurts. Um uh, he's just he's just not interested in getting sacked at all at this moment in time. There's a couple of times of the in the in our game I thought it he, oh, we got no 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 no. He's either escaped or he's just binned it off anyway. Yeah, um he gone. He's gone. Um, yeah. So yeah, Eagles Eagles for me on that. But I think we've highlighted Bit of value on both sides um, mm. in this this particular matchup. Um, yeah. I think it'd be a lopsided score, but um, probably some fantasy points to be had. Right, uh, Chiefs at the Colts. Jesus. Where, do you, where do you want to start with the Colts? Jesus wept. I mean, I, I tipped. To be fair, when we were going through the week two matchups, I did tip the Jags to win, uh, um, and, and you know, hopefully, you know, we were going to see T Law. Um, yeah, good. A, a, a good game, and he did nothing. You know, nothing exceptional, but uh, well Defense, over two yards, a couple of couple of TD. Yeah, I mean, five sacks, a um, couple for for the main man, Josh Allen. Eleven mm. QB hits, three picks. Trevor Walker was a pain in the ass for the Colts all day. Yeah. Um, 
But when I made that pick, I genuinely believed the Jags would win it. What I didn't think was the Colts would be Too just good. that shit. I mean, yeah, uh, they were they were bad everywhere. I mean, even yeah. even the run game, yeah. JT couldn't get going. I mean, he broke he broke off in like the fourth quarter, and yeah. th- that was his longest run. It wasn't that so, big. Uh, the Colts have been. I know it's only week three going into, but the Colts, I'd be worried. I think that. I think, I mean, the way it's panning out at the moment, you could see the Jags making a push for the... Yeah, I mean, you you worry, you you say, oh, just they've got to get Pittman back. And you go, yeah, I know. But if that is what you're gambling on now, at this moment in time, I mean, that's that's like you say, it's not as if they haven't got talent on the ground. No. And it's like... You've got Taylor, you've got Hines backing him up, and you go, what are you doing? and even even these other guys, these these backup receivers who we think are good, it's I mean Matt is having a nightmare. He's having an absolute nightmare, Matt Ryan. And, and that's a shame because I, I like Matt Ryan. I know, yeah, but maybe it's gone. You know, the thing is, is maybe it's gone. But the, 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 yeah, I, I think the organization as a whole as needs to. I mean, if they lose um, this week, which we think they will. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to have a gut. They're gonna have to have a proper look at this and say, "Well, what do we do here? Do we do we do we get him out, and we go with a young QB, and we just we just ride it and see where we can go, or do we? I don't know. It's it's a tough one, but they they can't persist with somebody that can't. He's not looking good at all. So it, it, they need to they need to get they need to get. Something well, sorted and quickly. Yeah, I, I think I think the matchups are a foregone conclusion. But so with that in mind, mm. you know, the comfortable Chiefs win even at, the, at Indianapolis. I mean, so are we saying for you? Is there any value in the Colts' defense? Is it? Something yeah, there's still there's still there's still value because they're still they're still elite players in that team. Obviously, Shaq Leonard's not fit yet. When he yeah. does get on the field, then I still think he's going to be very busy, I mean, and he's going. To... Kariki's had he's he's been busy in the, the snap yeah. count two weeks, eighteen tackles. So, but you've um, got um, Kenny Moore in the secondary as well. I love Kenny Moore. I always do. I play in a lot of leagues, which are positional leagues as well, and he is like my first corner. I absolutely love him. He's he's just a solid bet, pretty much all the time. Um, I mean, you've got some nice numbers in the first two weeks from. From EJ Speed, but like you said, Shatland yeah. coming back, he ain't gonna. That's not gonna persist. Um, no, so. Franklin, Franklin coming as well. I mean, yeah, it, it's just, but it's just, it's just a little bit of a mess there as well. Because, like you said, it, if it's too bad, if the game's too bad, then it it becomes it becomes very difficult to to really trust anybody on the field if they're if they're if they're struggling too much because that what 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 the worry is there is when a team is really underperforming then the coaches start to make changes and start to mix things up a bit with players and stuff so the players you think you can rely on suddenly start either getting carted off the field because they're getting an absolute hammer in or you know or they start losing their heads because you know so it, when it gets that bad, it, it it isn't a great place to be, to be honest. Um, yeah, I, I go over to the Chiefs. I don't want to uh, talk about the Chiefs. Why don't you want to talk about the Chiefs? Because I I left What's Chris Jones on my bench in one of our ODP oh, leagues. Know. Oh, it just cost me it cost me the game. Just had, a, had an absolute storm in weeds. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. was so pissed off. I mean. <laughs> 
but this week, this week, this week he's got to be a must start. And uh, like, um, Carl asked this as well. I've got some notes actually on the Chiefs game because it was the Thursday night game. So I wrote, I wrote play by play down. So I'm not going to go through all that. Um, but there was, there's players there that I do that I that I do like. Like Nigeria Sneed is somebody that can be used and played. At the moment, Sneed is being used all over the pitch, lining up all over the place, and um, he's getting he's getting pressure. Um, he's been he's been able to run from deep and really go for it. The linebacker played more snaps than anyone comfortably. Yeah, and linebackers. I mean, Nick Bolton and Willie Gay. Willie Gay's just been suspended. Um, so uh, he's going to be missing. So if there is, there's a guy called, there's a, a rookie called Leo Chanel. Now that is way out for me to call this, but because if you were in a stupidly, stupidly deep um, IDP league, suddenly Leo Chanel is actually a bit of a, a bit of an outside starter. But Nick Bolton, 96% snaps, 72 and 72 snaps. So he was all over the place again. Um, George Karolaftis, the um, the rookie edge, eighty five percent snap count, very good. Love him as well. He's really a good player, and I just feel that he's different to what they've got um, as an out and out edge rusher. And he, I'm I'm happy. I'm actually I'm quite happy to start him in this one. Really am. Um, I think I think Karolaftis. Um, your man Chris Jones, yeah, it's w- definitely worth a play this week. Those two, those two guys, and then the secondary like Sneed players. Yeah, I, I would, I would definitely have a look at those guys this week. I think the matchup's particularly good, especially if they can get they can get um, Matt Ryan on the ropes, where it's just you know where it becomes difficult to watch, and it could do, really could do. I expect them to. Um, that their defense is holding up quite well. As well, so far, I mean, it was a tough slog against the Chargers, really tough slog. Um, but they done it. They done it. Like you know, and they didn't make they didn't make it easy for the Chargers in any stage of the game. They struggled to run the ball on them, um, and then they got pressure when they needed to. So yeah, and they and they just well tried their best to destroy Herbert's ribs. Um, but yeah, so yeah, for me, definitely hundred percent Chiefs. Come on, uh, Okay, so. last, last of the early Sunday kickoffs, uh, Texans at the Bears. <laughs> Texans uh, at the Bears. So, te- Texans, people might have seen me on Twitter. I went for my boy, John Jonathan Greenard, to get a couple of sacks. He did get one, just mm-hmm. just, just put out there. But he didn't actually get a lot of pressure on Silly Russ, who played bloody awful there. Um, yeah, it's well we'll get we'll get onto the the awful Broncos in a bit, but let's can we concentrate on the awful Texans, the awful Bears? Um, so yeah, uh, so, but yeah, yeah, Texans. So yeah, uh, against the Bears this week, I wouldn't start Greenard um, in this one because the problem is with somebody like him, his tackle numbers are not particularly great, and um, he is it is a real sack. Um, it is a sack gamble, and it is is if you've got a really, you know. You know, you can if you can afford to gamble on position, that's the way you do it. Um, but he isn't a starter for me this week. Um, who else? Um, the secondary is. Do you want to talk about the secondary? Because obviously we're we've mentioned Petrie, um, and we've mentioned 
Jonathan Owens. Uh, yeah, no, we touched on him sort of before the before we started, didn't we? So, yeah, I mean, Jonathan Owens is definitely one we like uh, this week. I mean, again, it's one of those I'm going to mention before. I've got a few notes on you know, some of the more questionable offences, no lines. Well, there's two of them right here going sort of head to head. Um, they've both got problems on the, the, the offensive side. I mean, the Texans couldn't get anything going against the, the Broncos, um, aside from a bit of running from the rookie. But Jonathan Owens, uh, safety at the Texans, yeah. uh, 25 tackles in the first couple of weeks. He's top six sort of DB at the moment. And as Nate's touched on, you know, this could be a really, really good matchup um, for him against a... Again, another sort of slightly lackluster offense. Um, I like yeah. Fields um, as a QB, but I think he's being asked to do an awful, awful lot uh, with that offense at the moment. It's incredible, um, though, isn't it? I mean, I've got I've got quite a lot of shares of of um, Darnar Mooney and Cole Komet, and fucking hell, they're like they're posting zeros and st- you know what I mean. It's just horrendous yeah. watching. That's the only worry for me a little bit is the fact that. Do they end up not throwing the ball at all? It's just, but but that you can't really go off that. You're expecting them to. So Jonathan Owens is a definite must start for me. And um, Petrie is an outside player, not quite a must start, but um, he's he's still up there. Both linebackers are racking at the tackles. Uh, Gruger Hill and Kirksey, so absolutely fine with either of them. Yeah, I mean, on the bare side of it, you you've got your sort of tried and tested players who we probably don't even need to bother mentioning um i mean oh, yeah and and sort of you know quinn to, to a lesser extent but yeah um i mean yeah, one who's had a decent, you know looking at the dls um someone who's had a, a decent start to the season trevis gibson um yeah. you know Gibson's he's, a well, weird he's i mean he's, he's got that one. flex option hasn't he but i mean he's he's racked up a couple of sacks 23 points in the first two weeks um but snap counts he, he sort of he sort of comes in, he drifts in and out of the team. He's sort of one of those rotational players that, again, it is a bit of a gamble. Um, he is a bit of a gamble. He is so, a bit of a gamble. But again, a, a kind of nice one. Morrow's, Morrow's not. Nicholas Morrow's another one that isn't a gamble. He, he, he's the he's the second linebacker and he's the guy with the green dot on the back of his helmet for yeah, the Chicago well, Bears. He's, he's mainly level, because of the contract. On, isn't he? So. Yeah. But yeah, but those two are good. Both sets of linebackers on this team, on these two teams, this is the thing with IDP, both sets of linebackers, these two teams are obviously not at the top of the tree when it comes to um, NFL teams, but linebackers and secondary are both very decent, actually, in the in the market for scoring points. Well, not so much the Chicago secondary, definitely the Houston secondary, both sets of linebackers from both teams are, are scoring well. What are you going you for? Like... You... Oh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Where is it? You, you... Oh, it's, it's, it's in Chicago. I'm going with the Bears. Yeah, Bears. yeah. Because the, the Texans didn't manage a touchdown last week. So, um, and aside from... Like said, terrible though, isn't it? It, it, it potentially could be an absolute shit show. Could be really bad, that game. Well, if um, it rains like it did in the oh, game. Oh, yeah. It's going to be... But then again, you might get you might get one of this is the thing with the NFL, and this is what why we all love it is we're saying this now, and it might be an absolute. It could go completely the other way because both teams could throw caution to the wind and say, "Sod it, um, we're going to go." I'm going to hang my hat on two teams playing very low on confidence, and <laughs> yeah. I would put decent money on this being a bit of a crapshoot. 
Um, yeah. But, okay. You know, so that's just my take on it. Right. Um, moving on to late, later Go kickoffs on. Sunday. Uh, Jags at the Chargers. Um, Good game. Well, I've already done a bit on the Jags actually, so we've we've highlighted. Um, yeah. Uh, blowout. You know, they dispatched the Colts. Um, we and- mentioned mentioned rookies earlier. You mentioned Hutchinson. I mean, mm. but Devin Lloyd needs to be mentioned. I mean, I, I'm taking. Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to take him over Olukun now. I mean, I just feel that Devin Lloyd is, yeah, they're both brilliant pickups, both top, top linebackers, um, and they're going to be both ranked extremely highly. If they carry on this way next year, they're going to both be worth some something. So, 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 yeah, Devin Lloyd, sorry to go on, carry on. No, no, that's, that's fine. Um, no, and again, you know, if we're looking at, um, just looking down the numbers, you know, in the, oh, damn boy. Um Oh, the screen's frozen. Uh, yeah, so, um, no, I mean, as I say, you know, we, we touched on, um, you know, again, you know, Josh Allen had a couple of sacks last week. Um, yeah. But different matchup totally this week. It is, um, a, it is a different matchup and it's a real good one though, isn't it? I, I'm really looking forward to this one as a, um, uh, yeah, a bit of a, you know, both teams, both teams are playing particularly well. I know it, it's a lot of it's going to come down to how fit Herbert is, I suppose. Yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't read any sort of updates in the last couple of days, so no. The sure. just I, I definitely haven't got him. I haven't got it. I've got him as questionable at this moment. We've got him as questionable, haven't we? Yeah, <clears throat> Herbert's questionable. It's only Wednesday though, so it's probably a bit early to be pushing the the panic button. Um, it is a bit. But, um, but you would be panicking. <laughs> if you, uh, you would be honestly at this moment in time, with the way that the um, the way that the, the, the Jags have started, and it's, they've got you know, um, uh, what's his what's his name? The guy they got from uh, Arizona who's getting all the targets. Uh, who he was really decent. They paid all the money to um, wide receiver uh, Christian Kirk. I mean that that relationship has absolutely set it on on fire for uh, for um the jacks because suddenly now he's got somebody mm. um they're getting the run game going as well with that with the with what is now proving a bit of a two-headed monster and i love that i love that because the variation in between robinson and etienne is really good to watch um we kind of said it before we thought it might be quite cool once it actually kicked in then robinson obviously got his injury and then then that was it. Now this year it seems to be happening, but yeah, if if Herbert's out, I reckon that that makes it extremely tight. I reckon that game might be. Yeah, I mean, even even so, I'm just just looking down the numbers for the first couple of weeks, and the sort of the Jags. I mean, they're, they're good in the secondary. Um, you know, I, I like them. Um, yeah. I mean, you're looking at sort of you know Rashawn Jenkins, decent start to the season, Andre Cisco. Um, Shaq Griffin, um, Klein is, Klein is just been given, he is out against the Steelers. Sorry, okay. breaking news, breaking um, news off so, my watch. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd still, I mean, all right, let's let's assume Herbert starts on Sunday. Um, you know, I've still got to go with the, the Chargers on this one. Um, well, if you did sort of note by notes on the Thursday night game, what have you got, um, with regards to Chargers D going into this one then? What did I have against the Chargers D? It wasn't particularly, I don't think it was very um, pretty from them. 
the Chargers were creating a bit more QB pressure early on. Um, oh, yeah, I, I have got a few. I have got a few notes against Drew Tranquil. You know, somebody who I haven't particularly liked, but he's being given he's being given the keys a little bit. As um, I think it's because they've got such a good pass rush now with Bosa and Mac, it enables that that other guy, whether it be Derwin James coming up from safety or whether it be um, Drew Tranquil, who's being allowed to just sometimes run straight through the middle um, and get a bit of pressure on the quarterback. It, they, they, they played quite well in, up to that, up to half time as well. They made some good stops um, defensively as in on the, on the actual point scoring side. It's not particularly that pretty. From that, it is nothing really that massively jumps out so far, apart from the obvious being James. Um, apart from Derwin James, what else have we really got? Well, like I said, Drew Tranquil is just somebody I just don't really trust that much. However, he's got 13 combine, combined tackles which is not massive, but it's not bad. Um, and considering who they've played. But yeah, the, the Chargers also, um, Asante Samuel, it, 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 I really like, I really like him um, uh, as a corner though. The issue is, is again, is, is looking at that safety spot. Um, and without Derwin James is, is, is a lock obviously, but the rest of them is difficult. The edge, the pressure's fine. Absolutely fine from, Will will they get much? Will they get much joy against um, T Law though? Not sure. Not sure if it would be right up there. How many times is, have you got uh, the sack numbers on Lawrence? Uh, is he in that list? I can't um, remember really being sacked much. No, I can't. Twice. Twice. Okay, so yeah. so you're going to be saying no. So he's, he's not he's at this getting, moment in time. Protection. He's getting a bit of protection, and then like I said, they. Because he's got so many, because he's got quite a few options as well. He's probably got options to get rid of the ball a lot quicker than he did have last season. So that would be the other reason why he's he, he's not along with the protection that he's he, he's not taking any sacks. So so he might those two might not be really that great a start this week. Um, yeah, so that that co- that covers it off. There's not a massive game for for me from the um, Chargers defense, but. But from the Jags de- defense, yeah, there's quite a few in there. There's quite a few in there, and they're all starters for me. Um, yeah, especially the two linebackers. But if you've, you know, you've either got them or you haven't, those guys, I, they're, they're elite. Um, yeah, yeah, there you go. I don't know if there's what about what do you think of the? I mean, the pass rush. Of the Jags, uh, who else is there? Like you said, Trevor Walker. It's good. It's all good from the Jags at the moment. I mean, tough game, but I tell you what, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go for Jacksonville upset. Yeah, I'm gonna go for J- Jacksonville upset because if Herbert plays, I doubt he's ready. I just, he, he was really wincing. I mean, that was. That was some serious pain. I know he's had a few more days to rest because it was the Thursday night game, but but yeah, for me, I'm going to go for it. Go for an upset, cheeky pun. Who? I'm just looking. 
Yeah. So, I mean, they've, they've got, so the Chargers go to the Texans after this week. So mm. they've not got, and then they've got the Browns. They've got quite a nice run, actually. So I think they've, yeah, and then they've got the Broncos at home. So they've got a nice schedule this season, the Chargers. Um, yeah, I think I think if there are any question marks, then you'd be inclined to leave them out, wouldn't you? I mean, yeah. why risk it so early in the season? Yeah, um, I mean, the thing is that that, that 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 Jacksonville D has been getting pressure and the Chiefs got through that line. So... I don't know. That that's the only thing I would say. I, I would say it would be I'd be looking at the Jacksonville front again because you've got to go off what you've got so far and it looks good, it looks aggressive, and the fact that last week your quarterback fucking just about made it off the field. Yeah. Um yeah, after being hit multiple times, especially later on, because they haven't got their O line, have they? They ended up with two rookies. They yeah. lost Slater and they lost um Oh, he's the other guys. They, they've, yeah, they've got a depleted front line. I don't know how fit they're going to be this week. If that's the case, oh my gosh, yeah, I, 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 I'd fear for putting in, um, for putting Herbert in there. Well, I, I, I sided with the Jags last week, so I'll, I'll join you. Yeah, go on then. Yeah, let's do go, it. Let's go with the Jags. Stick a tenner on it. Um, that one's right. for Colin, ba- for Colin Bowden. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, Rams at the Cardinals. Um, Rams at Cards. Well, we've already touched on the Cards, or or you've you sort of mm. stuck it in there, sort of early doors. Um, yeah, problems. Um, I I'm far from convinced by this Cardinals team. I know they got the win, but it was you know it was, it was sloppy as we've mentioned from the Raiders. Um, all right, credit to Byron Murphy and, and Isaiah Simmons who, who forced the ball out. Um, Hunter Renfro's got to hang on to that, to be fair. But um, okay, there's been a lot of talk in the you know online and and pods about how brilliant Kyler Murray is, and but he shouldn't be having to do that. No, for me, I mean, what was it? One of those plays he scampered around for eighty plus yards. Yeah, I mean. Our, our running game doesn't do that in an entire <laughs> 60 minutes. That's ridiculous. Um, and, and, he's, and he's being forced to do it because I don't see a lot of other options. Out. I don't know. I'm not sure what what's written on his wrist, what the scheme is, what the playbook is. I just... Mm. Um, and, and I think I... I worry. I worry for this week. I really do worry for this week because I feel yeah. like the Rams have start. Rams start to click, and they will. And they'll they'll be all, they'll be absolutely fine. The Rams and they, um, yeah. I I think apart from for me, secondaries secondaries of Arizona, Nurney always. This is like it should be written in the stars. Really, they are always Jalen Thompson's up there again, like usual. He's at the nineteen combined tackles. Buddha Baker's nineteen combined tackles. So secondaries banging. Absolutely mm. fine. The rest of them, I mean, you've got uh, Zavin Collins, who seems to be the middle sort of linebacker there, and he's the one he's got fifteen combined tackles. Yeah, Apart he's from one, he's one getting all the snaps, isn't he? But like, like you touched on, you look down at sort of you know the snap count for Isaiah Simmons over the first couple of weeks, and mm. yeah, I don't know. It's all very, it's all a bit odd. It is a bit odd. And again, the pass rush, that side of it, not interested in it at this moment in time. They don't really, I don't know, don't know who's who, who the guys are that are really worth rostering as such at this moment in time. There's no. there's a few players, obviously JJ Watts there. Um, but again, then, you, you, for me, they're not, they're not, they don't seem to be getting to the, 
the QB. You know, no. they, they don't seem to be getting a lot of, you know, I think Carr, Carr, Carr got sacked a couple of times, didn't he? Got a few um, times. Yeah, what? Well, I mean, what's got, what's got one on the season? That's, uh, that's it. Uh, Zach Allen, yeah, I think got the other. Yeah, one but underneath, so. But as for as for actually startable IDPs, they just they're not really there. I mean, even Zavin Collins is not for me. He's not a starter yet, and I would really be concerned if you've got to start him in a league, um, in one of your linebacker spots. That's quite worrying because, you know, uh, even though you might be getting the snaps in that, it, it's just a case of I don't trust the organisation there as well not to try and mix it up if things are not right going quite right there's definitely safer options to go for um and then i mean again would you are you sort of looking at one of these games i mean yes okay you've got your your safe options on the the rams um jalen ramsey came up with a you know crucial sort of goal line pick at the weekend um i mean what's your take on this from a sort of idp value perspective from the rams i mean the rams are always decent value with the particular players that score quite well if you've got the right players but yeah but like ernest jones is one that the one that i would look at at linebacker alongside bobby wagner at the moment ernest jones seems to be playing a decent amount of stats and he's got 19 combined tackles so there you go he's got this is what i'm talking about when you're talking about players that so zavin collins has got four more combined tackles than him um and he's the linebacker too. I, I I think that yeah. So so Ernest Jones is a good shout. Looking at the others up there, at the Rams at the moment. Rams are Rams are difficult because I just feel that they haven't really they've had it sort of um sort of rough to start off with. Obviously, you'd expect it to go well against Atlanta, but which it did eventually. But it's still a tricky it's still a tricky game to play because Atlanta are definitely. Playing with um, no care, they can they 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 seem to be able to get things going as well in stages of the games. But um, yeah, Wagner obviously, um, yeah, secondary secondary is interesting with with them. I'm not too mad about Taylor Rap and players like that. Um, so yeah, apart from the linebackers, it's not a, it's not a massive game for me IDP wise. Uh, you might get some good, you might get some big points in the middle, um, but again, both both quarterbacks. Well, Kyler's difficult to sack anyway, so the pass rush is out the window when it comes for that. Um, and yeah, from the Ram side of things as well, then. A staffer, but then you're not you're not going to know which which player from from Arizona is going to be rushing the pass. I mean, that's so, that's the frustrating would... thing with this this matchup for me because if it was if it was a more settled defense and someone you know the lineup we knew we knew who was going to be sort of where generally sort of during the course of the game, I'd still be looking at. I mean, okay, the Rams got the win at the weekend, but. You know, they did let the Falcons back into that game. Yeah. Um, Stafford has to, well, the, the offense as a whole has to cut back on on the mistakes that it's making if it wants to, you know, make a, a good sort of, you know, and they, you know, they, they will be there or thereabouts, I think, this season. But, you know, there's still a couple of picks. There was a block punt. You know, there was a, I mean, there was a fumble by Cooper Cup of all people. So there are mistakes in that Rams offense. But like you say, with Arizona, you know, who's, who's going to capitalize on it? 
you just exactly. you know you're throwing darts at the board a little bit yeah that's and that's the that's the issue you're going to get so when you're at, like when you're looking at who to start i don't think it's really here if you've got those top players absolutely fine brilliant they're the you know like we said arizona secondary rams rams um linebackers ideal all of that um they'll probably score you particularly okay this week so happy days but the rest of it is up in the air to the point of where you just you just go past it but it's um it's a rams win for me yeah yeah no i can't see anything else uh packers go to the bucks um so packers defense put it all together against the bears um okay you know not fantastic bears offense but packers defense was dominant mm. um held the bears to 41 total place on offense uh they had four three and outs um they were one for seven on third down uh, Preston Smith had a good game. Uh, him and Rashawn Gary sort of, you know, pretty much hammered that Bears O-line in the game. Uh, Jared Reed had a good game. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I mean, actually, Preston Smith's one I've, I've sort of highlighted on the waiver watch. Um, you know, he's had a he's had a, a reasonable start to the season. Um, could mm. be busy. You know, could be a busy sort of week three matchup against the Bucks. Um, full net. Um, you know, if they if they're running the ball. Um, I think they're going to yeah. have to, by the looks of it, as well. I yeah, mean, well, that's, that's this week, thing, isn't it? They're, 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 they're a bit banged up this week. Yeah, and and now Mike Evans is suspended and it's been withheld, so he is missing. Um, yeah. So so you've got yeah. I mean, you're down Godwin, to the, Godwin's still out. Yeah, Godwin's still out. Yeah. I mean, they've signed. They've just signed Cole Beasley. So I mean, this is this is desperation yeah. side of things for for the Bucks. I mean, it's good it's good it's desperation. Good. I mean, like the end of the day. I mean. Bees is a decent um, underneath guy, which I think that's what Brady has obviously been really missing and been banging about, um, banging his bloody iPad on the floor. Um, <laughs> he, can, uh, he can afford it. <laughs> yeah. He's, <laughs> I don't know. Tough. Yeah, it's tough being Tom Brady. Um, uh, yeah. The uh, but but the game itself. Oh God. Yeah, because of these guys that are banged up. I know. I know. The thing is, is like the defense. From Tampa, they really—I felt they showed—they really showed up against the Saints in big plays, and and they they made splash plays. They got the turnovers. Um, Mike Edwards was the big one at the end, um, but there was good. There was some good pressure from Shaq Barrett early doors. He played really quite well. Um, so did so did Devin White, who we mentioned. So that defense is going well. The Packers' defense is going well. You know, so what are we saying then? Is this going to be a real low-scoring affair? But you've got two of the best quarterbacks that have ever graced the field um, that are that are either side against each other, who who probably won't be go away quiet, will they? Are we're just going to run the hell out the ball? So, yeah, I mean, it's extreme. <laughs> it's one of these games that should be on paper because if you look at all of that, then these this is two defenses that we that are winning. Um, and two offenses that one's got players out all over the place, and the other one hasn't quite hit the ground running yet. So, yeah, you'd expect it to be a low-scoring affair, but I just doubt it will be. Is it at the yeah. Bucks? Yes. Yeah. So. It's, oh, yeah, uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Tampa. I'm going to go yeah. Tampa because mainly because it's at the Bucks, and and um, their defense really showed up. Like I said, it really showed up. So did yeah. it. So did the Packers. But it's just have the Packers got enough on offense to, to, 
to even to keep up with that Bucks, the Bucks, because the Bucks will find a way to score. Mm. I would think. Yeah, my my concern would be, you know, with again, you know, we we mentioned this a lot in the matchups. You know, if if the Bucks are out front and and the the, the Packers sort of do end up sort of chasing the game a bit, um, I think. I mean, the Bucks are good defensively as a whole, but um, I think the secondary in the first couple of weeks in particular has been been pretty strong. Yeah, uh, Winfield's had two good weeks. Jamal Dean had a good game. <laughs> um, you know, very good game actually. Um, you, you, know, you mentioned Mike, Edwards. Mike yeah, Edwards with a big I, big play. So I think is if I remember rightly, I heard something saying about is is his tackle count's pretty good as well, which is the bit that. Is the surprise really? Is that right? I haven't seen it. I'll, I'll try and find uh, out. He's got. Try he's got. You know, he's only on eight for the season. Okay. So far. Um, Still not bad. But yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, the, I mean the tackle numbers across that secondary are are pretty good. Mm. Um, you know, even bringing in you know the likes of Carlton Davis. You know, he's he's tied with Winfield. I mean, they've got twenty six tackles between them in the first two weeks. Ah, yeah. uh, uh, yes, that, it's Carlton Davis who was, yeah. I was referring to, not. Um, not Edwards, yeah, uh, yeah. So, so yeah, it's, even it's Logan a, Ryan's been involved. But. Yeah, Logan Ryan. The only issue is with Logan Ryan is the snap count, particularly quite low, and it was just a bit. Um, we thought he'd be the. We thought he'd be uh, used more. I just thought he would actually nail on the position a bit more. But I think they're they're using him sparingly, and it's absolutely it's absolutely fine. Yeah, but I mean, it's not the, great. The rest, not great from a fantasy perspective. I think all, the rest of that secondary is all sort of in around sort of twenty four to twenty six, and yeah. Ryan's the old man at sort of thirty one. But um, yeah, just um, rotating him in and out as they see fit, I guess. But and uh, it's working, so they can carry on yeah. doing that for them. So yeah, no, I think Bucks, Bucks win at home. Okay. Uh, Falcons at the Seahawks. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's well. I say. I say that, and then and then the thing is, is you. You know, I like watching Atlanta at the moment no, because I, I, I was really willing to sort of turn that game around. Um, Drake think... London's Drake London's elite so far as we've seen. Carl Pitts, not so much. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, yeah, was it was it it was London who hurdled one of the safeties on? I mean, he's he's a oh yeah, he's a play, he's a ball of mine. London, he should be he in the NBA. Yeah, um, player. Yeah, I mean, I like the Falcons. I mean, that's two weeks on the bounce. They've been, mm. you know, it's it's got to be hard work being a Falcons fan. Um, yeah. But you know, they've got to take some encouragement from it. I mean, to to sort of push the Rams, you know, to within four points. Um, Seahawks, it's the I've, Seahawks, the Seahawks, uh, the Seahawks linebackers, right? Just, you know, it, it is like an education piece. I should just do a piece on the on when I said to about. Not so much players talk about teams and positional value. The Seahawks linebackers, whoever they are, they could put in, I don't know, my nan. She'd still get 20 tackles. You know what I mean? It's like whoever's in there. I mean, Jordan Brooks and Cody Barton at this moment in time. Well, Jordan Brooks has got 23 combined and Cody Barton's got 21. So 44 tackles them two. Yeah. And it's 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 like it, it's it's like Last season again, where it's it's just it's just those two just really all over the field. They're allowed to just chase down the man. That's what they're allowed to do constantly. Um, yeah, I, 
because they're great value, great value in, in here. And now we've got um, the Carl Walker from, from the Falcons in linebacker as well. Racking up, yeah, he's racking up the tackles as well. So he's he's playing a lot as well. Um, Richard Grant at safety as well. He's definitely worth a mention from my side of things. Um, making some tackles as well. How about you, Ben? What you got? What have you got on this one? What are you thinking? Yeah, outside of the linebackers, I'm I'm really got gone. I haven't really done any notes on this one because I don't really know. You know how the Seahawks are, are sort of. I don't know. I mean, they're not doing a, a great deal on offense. I mean, um, you know, yeah. Gino's you know, he's a safe pair of hands, but you know, even with the Trey Lance injury, they never really looked like being in that game at the weekend against the Niners for me. Um, they can't get the run going, um, which is a bit of a problem because then they are going to rely sort of on on Gino. Um, so I just. I just don't know with this one. It's no, one it's, kind it's, of sort of. I sort of glossed over it and went, "Yeah, I'm not sure." It's, I mean, it's a tough game for both sides when it comes to exactly whereabouts they are at this moment in time as well, because both teams, um, both teams have have started not very well. Really, they're okay, but they they kind of they kind of start where everyone would think they that that they would start where. They're, they're struggling offensively to to really make an impact on the opposition. Yes, they're scoring. They, they you know, both teams have actually scored, um, and in sections of the game they look quite good. But it's not when they need to, if you know what I mean. It's not when um, they can't bring the wins home and they can't really deliver that pressure on the opposition to make to force them into something that that gives the game away. Um, yeah, so as for exactly how it's going to go, I'm not really sure. Um, is it at the Seahawks? Yeah. It's a long way to travel. Let's go on travel. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, the Falcons have been knackered. Um, They're not taking the Greyhound bus coast to coast. <laughs> <laughs> they might do. Um, no, um, I quite like this for the Falcons, to be honest with you, um, apart from yeah. apart from going up there. Because, I mean, if it gets if it gets going and it gets into a bit of a shootout because they both haven't really got a great deal to lose when it comes upon the season, um, I think it could be quite a fun one. To be fair, it's either going to go either way. You know, I don't think it'll be a middle of the road kind of game. It's going to go. It'll either be silly or 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 really bad. But I I, I reckon it'll be quite. I reckon it'll be quite fun. I just think it will be. Mariota's quite. I like watching Mariota anyway. He's he's. He's, he's he's he just loves it, doesn't he? Just he's just one of these guys that he doesn't seem to give a shit too much. He just just he runs when he shouldn't run, and he yeah, and he'll, he'll throw, he doesn't he doesn't care about having a gamble, and yeah, that's probably the right way to go in this kind of game for me. Yeah, I mean, there's no no real worries about the sack count for either quarterback in the first couple of weeks. No. Um, you know, well, Gina will just throw it away, or yeah. Yeah, Gino throw it away, and, and Mariota, you got to try and catch him before he gets to the line. Yeah, so, I think th- it's a good point actually. I think he's he's quite overlooked as you know a decent rushing QB to to give. Yeah, he is. Um, they're both. Think- they're both. They're both actually. To be fair, they're both um, uh, not looked upon wisely because of this kind of backup world that they've lived in, and it's it's a bit harsh, really, because they're both they're both pretty good. 
you know, and considering, don't forget what they've got around them. It's not great rosters, really. It's not not like you've given them some kind of offense, and they're playing they're playing teams that are in a different level to them at this moment. You know, I no, mean, I even when you say Drake London up against Cooper Cup last week, and you go, that's not really fair, is it? You know what I mean? That's your star player, and that's their star player, and you go, it's a different kind of level constantly. All the games that they're playing at this moment in time, they're up against a level up because they're in that both teams are in massive rebuild processes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'll I'll go with the Falcons, not on distance traveled, but purely because at least in the first couple of weeks, you know, they've, they've been in the games and they, they have put some points up. Um, Whereas that's an area Seattle have definitely got to improve on. I mean, what, 20, 24 points in the first two games. Um, So yeah, well, let's, let's base it on that. Yeah. Um, I'm going Atlanta. So, right, the late Sunday game, Niners at the Broncos. Um, so, well, ties in nicely. Um, so the Niners coming off the back of that 27-7 uh, win over the Seahawks. Niners D was solid. Um, as I said, Seahawks really couldn't get the run going against them. Uh, mm. Your man, Hafanga, safety was all over the place. Um, yeah. So had another good game. I, I see that you've picked him up in at least one one or two waivers I like so it's one of those things I mean you shouldn't get too excited when you like over one game yeah but now the second game's coming it's just the way he was it's the it's the presence on the field really and the fact that they're letting him you know they're letting him rush the quarterback and they're letting him you know do all these things where you go they're happy with him you know they're happy with they're happy with this guy (laughs) and he seems to be a presence on the field, and yeah, yeah I well, don't. Say, yeah, I mean, he, he was, you know, he was all over the field. I mean, six tackles, one for a loss, a um, couple yeah. of passes defended. Um, but he was, yeah, it was like you say, it, it was the the locations that you found him in, positions you found him in. Um, you know, on top of that, you know, I mean, both had a, a decent game, couple of Did, sacks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, okay, the. The Trey Lance injury is a big blow for the Niners, but and yeah. there was a I, I heard a bit of criticism on a couple of pods earlier this week about you know the way Jimmy G played. Well, the, the game wasn't set up for him. No one was he wasn't expected yeah. to be. You know, it will be different. You know, Shanahan will change it up this week, and that been playbook a, will be specifically for a Jimmy G led offense. It's, I tell you what, this week has been has been full of shit on Twitter. It's been really bad. I mean, not only on Twitter. some of the stuff, some of the stuff on the Trey Lance thing about him being that you know about the 49ers allowing him to run and stuff like that. And you go, oh my god, look, hang on a minute. It happens. That kind of thing happens. You can't blame anybody for that side of things. Trey Lance is a running quarterback. That is the risk. That is the risk that they take with those guys. It's a yeah. fact. And and at the end of the day, it's nobody to blame. I mean, he, but his value wouldn't be his value. We wouldn't be talking about him if he's just stood there in the pocket. So we well, like. I, mean, I think would it would you be listening to the same crap if you know, God forbid that happened to. A Lamar or a Josh Allen or you know yeah. these stellar sort of you know, yeah go, oh well it's his fault because he's or it's the coach no, I, I just like, hate well, what he does all that shit there's been some it's, shit in the IDP world this week it's as a well very, just... very good point actually I mean because you know we haven't seen the best of Trey Lance and sadly we won't now for at least you know another season 
Um, I just think it was, and then to, to criticize Jimmy G coming in, you know, because of the way, I mean, he got the job done. It wasn't, you know, they had to, they had to, sort of, they had to adjust the playbook on the, all right, they'll, they'll have had a contingency plan, you know, I'm sure, but they weren't banking on that happening. At the, so. And at the end of the day, and I've seen it a few times. I mean, I think Arthur Smith, the, the Falcons coach mentioned this week, because he was on about somebody was moaning about Kyle Pitts, you know, not getting the targets that he should get. And he said, I, I don't care about your fantasy. You know, he's not here. He's not here to get fantasy points. But it's so true. And people just seem to forget it. And you're like, look at it. But you look at it like, you know, and it's the same with Jimmy G. I mean, Jimmy G could win them the Super Bowl. And he nearly has. You know, and look at, look at the Super Bowl winners. They're, they're not these kind of, they're not these guys at this moment in time. They're, they're, they are, they are still Tom Brady, Stafford, these guys that, 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 that are bloody good at throwing the ball and doing the job right. And the teams around, the team around them are built to be elite. That's what we, that's what it is at this moment in time. So there's no reason why Jimmy G can't, can't do that. He can do it. He can do it. If, if, if the rest of the team, the problem is with the 49ers is every week somebody, if you're running back on the 49ers, that's where you need to watch out, you know, because you're going to get run over, uh, uh, you know, something's going to happen, you know, you're going to, your leg's going to fall off or you're going to get, I don't know, they're going, another one's gone down, hasn't it? I think another, and someone else on the, on, on the roster's gone down. Um, they've got Jeff Wilson and that's about it. Yeah. At this moment in time, so yeah, well people people snagged him on waivers when the the Mitchell in, and then I noticed a couple of people dropped him last week. And I thought, no, I'm going to stick him on the bench actually because I got yeah, a stick him on. He's, so, mate, he's still going to he's going to be used. You sit there, Jeff, because because no one and also again with Lance being out, I'm thinking, well, what the hell are you dropping him for? Yeah, they're going yeah, yeah. to have to use him. Yeah, um, absolutely, absolutely. And I think I think it's arrow up for Debo and arrow up for all everybody yeah. that. Um, but it's also like like Kittle's not been on the field yet. It's if there's a lot of the San Francisco at this moment in time. I mean, have they won both games? No, no, they lost to the Bears no, the first lost, game. Yeah, that but they won last they won last week. So look, you know, yeah. considering how many people have been out and how much sort of bad luck they've had going into it, I would just say look. They're yeah. one in one. Let's just let's I, just let's just do this. Back. I'm just just looking at. Yeah, they got. Yeah, they haven't got a bad run actually. Oh, they've got the mm. Rams coming up next week. Yeah, that'd be um, tough. That'd be tough. Then they got the Panthers away at the Panthers away at the Falcons. Um, mm. and then home to the. So they got they yeah they've got a bit of a mixed bag coming up. But like you say, with with maybe a couple of players looking to come back. Um. I mean, sort of just going back to this this matchup against the Broncos. Um, Defensively, yeah. So I don't. I I've got some. I've got probably more issues with the Broncos at this moment in time than I have with someone like the Cardinals or one yeah. or two others. Um, yeah. Okay. They they got the win, but and they they yeah they held the Texans to nine points. Fine. Okay. Um, the Texans were very below par, but and they seemed that the, the Broncos' running game looked a bit better at the weekends with with Williams and Melvin Gordon um, picking up some decent yardage. But aside from that, it was tough. I, I don't know. This this whole some of the coaching just seems, 
you know, the, the play Rust. calls and the, and the, I don't know, Russ doesn't look happy. No, and it, I tell you what, he missed some guys that were completely wide open this week. Um, it was really difficult to watch at stages from yeah. Russ Wilson. I don't think he looks Except, comfortable I mean, yet. And I, I, do, you know what? Went out, but I don't think it's I don't think it's serious, is it? But no. But the 49ers, I mean, um, yeah, I defensively, I, I fancy them here. I fancy, I fancy, yeah, pass rush. Bosa, um, yeah, even Fanga, definitely. Players, there's a few players from from yeah, I like a lot of the defensive players this week from San, San Francisco. Yeah, Dre, I mean, I, even it, Dre Greenlaw, the other linebacker, like I him mean, this it's, week. It's definitely one of those I've, I've highlighted sort of matchup wise against sort of yeah, dodgy offenses. And as you say, Bosa, Warner, Eric Armstead, players like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, on the, I don't know. Trying to find something on the. Uh, what have I we just got on the Broncos side of it. I just mm. there's not a lot. There's not a lot for me at this moment in no. time with Denver. Um, I just I don't think they're quite. Tremont Jones, maybe you know, maybe is inside a, guy though, isn't he? He's just, yeah, yeah, maybe not for this this week. But great player he is. Great DT yeah. he is. I've got him in. Um, I've got him in a few positional leagues on. Um, he's he, MFL. He's, I was surprised to find him on you know, readily available on quite a few waivers. Like you say, maybe not. You right will because he's the inside he had, guy. But he had a he had a good week too. Um, but yeah, not sure about it. Sort of against the Niners. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's Forty Niners win. I just think there's an awful lot of question marks over this Broncos. Totally, team as a totally fall. agree. Um, totally agree with you. I think that's the biggest problem that you've got by picking many players for for um, Denver at the moment. I just feel that the uh, where they're not sure they've got a, they've got a few injuries. Pat Sertain was out, obviously, like you said. Um, yeah, Judy went off. Sertain still down as questionable. They're sort of yeah, you know, they're they're saying that sort of day to day, but we'll see. Yeah, because um, uh, what's his name's out, isn't he? Their uh, main safety uh, Simmons. Simmons, yeah. yeah. And, you know, so they they got they got a few problems back there, and that's that that. That to me is is not helping things could, with them, but they just yeah, don't look great. As a, as a Broncos fan, you could sort of you'd forgive the injuries and go, yeah, okay, we're a bit banged up. But it just just seemed disorganised. Great, really, really out of sorts. It yeah, just... and that that's worrying, even from a fantasy perspective as well, because when you're starting to plug and play players, you think ah, because it's just a bit of a risky. You you can't really. Uh, work out the game script apart from thinking that hang on you could they could be in for a bit of a hammer in here and if they are how how will it work especially against a 49ers team because you know they will be kind of run heavy so you could go for the linebackers but the linebackers are not that consistent at the moment we're expecting Josie Jewell to figure in that in that linebacker core that you know Singleton I'm not yeah he's only just got there he's not really somebody that I would be Happy starting yet? Um, yeah, so yeah, move on. Let's go 49ers for the win, but not not great from the um, from Denver. No, uh, right. Uh, last game Monday night, uh, yeah, Cowboys at the Giants with the Giants 2 and 0. Who'd have thunk it? Um, going yeah, man. Season. So, yeah, well, it was um, well, the Giants win over the Panthers was one for the fans of the kicker club, it was not a classic. Um, but they got the job done. Um, they'll be quite happy going into this matchup with the Cowboys, sort of two and yeah. uh, Cowboys, yeah, again uh, against the, the surprisingly bad Bengals. But um, 
Yeah, Cooper I, Rush for me got the job done. He was. Gone. I'm going to put. I'm just going to. I'm going to put some money to this week. This week, I am going to have a little cheeky bet, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go that Parsons. I'm going to go. I don't know. But definitely over three sacks. Over three. <laughs> I just think. I, I just think that he he is causing havoc. Parsons havoc. Yeah, it's, um, it's like he's not had an off season. He just carried on from last autumn, I think. Hundred percent of snaps as well. Yeah, doesn't um, need a break. No, he's <laughs> an extra. that doesn't need a break. He's a freak. He's, he's a freak. freak. Love him. Um, but to yeah. be fair, you know, as a whole, um, I was a bit critical of the sort of Cowboys who were, you know, poor week one. Um, they're they're making the best of it with Dak out. Like I said, I think mm. Cooper Rush. We touched on some of these backup QBs, and I think. Credit has to be be given to them. Yeah, um, the likes of Cooper Rush. We touched on Joe Flacco, solid. I mean, Jake Brissett, um, you know, for the Browns for me was yeah. was solid. You know, nothing nothing flashy. More of the same from from Cooper Rush. Got the job done. Parson, you know, was that. But the Dan Quinn's defense was just you know solid against the Bengals for me. Um, they crack you know, me up this backup QBs as well because they know you can tell they're taught not to be sacked because they would be. <laughs> But you know what I mean? They really would be, as in one, because when they're backing up and they're told to go on for, say, a few plays, potentially, then the last thing they want to be doing is you losing stupid yardage. So they they do. So sometimes playing against them, it's like Cooper Rush. He's not he's not a good play for getting sacked. I don't think he is. Not yet. Maybe he will be. He gets a bit more confident with holding on to the ball. I don't know. Yeah, it's... Um, so... Yeah, good day at the office for the, the Cowboys defense at the weekend for me. Um, Armstrong had a couple of sacks. Uh, Dante Fowler had another. Uh, Trevor Diggs played well. Um, yeah. So you know, he I, is, like I tell him. you what, Trevor Diggs. I, I know I, he's. I like him. I, I know do. he's a ball. I know he's a ball hawk. But I mean, and people keep going on about the facts. But do you know what? He puts up. He does put. Up, it's quite consistent, and he he is. He's in and around what's going on quite a lot, and. He does get, he does rack up some points. So I don't think he's that bad a play. I mean, a lot of the time, I, I, you know, with such a big upside for him because he does get, he does get picks, but it is a bit of a gamble playing him constantly. But yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, somebody, Van, somebody Van who Rush is. Had a good start to the season as well. Just to mention, um, uh, just going to say to Leighton, <laughs> because he, yeah, I mean, he's been sneaky little. He sneakily got back in at that middle linebacker spot, and he's just he's he's playing a fair few snaps because, and they they they're using they're using passes from the edge. Yeah, so I mean he's he's only five off sort of passing snap count, sixteen tackles. You know he's he's racked up a sack. Um, yeah, and yeah, it's I think he's um, he's had a very yeah. good start to the season. Yeah, um, so so yeah, yeah. lots so, of things so, to like on the Cowboys' defense going into this game for me. There is quite a bit on that, and the one the, the one thing I would say on the New York Giants defense is I wouldn't be massively on their pass rush or even on their linebackers because they are I believe they're trying out um, uh, what's his name who got released the other week uh, who was it Pittsburgh Schobert I think is it Schobert that's gone there somebody somebody's gone to the Giants I can't remember who's gone who's gone there but they're working out somebody there. Um, the guy I talk about though is Julian Love at safety, mm. who's put together two decent performances, and he looks he looks a good he looks a good bet. Um, obviously, filling that void of um, 
what's his name? He went to uh, Tampa. Um, you know, it is. Yeah, he 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 looks a good player, and he's somebody that I have I've put in a couple of bids already for him. I quite like him, and he seems a consistent consistent guy, and he seems to be up and around, getting used, um, rushing the passer again, and being tackled upfield, getting used up in the box. So yeah, he's somebody who I quite like, um, and and on this matchup, I think it's quite a good one potentially for him. And I think it could be quite a good game this one. Um, it could be. It could be a bit of fun. This this game could be. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Um, I fancy the Cowboys in the matchup. To be honest, um, I think they're, they're starting to put it together on on sort of defense. Parsons helps. Yes, yeah. Um Yeah, I but, agree. Um, I agree. I think I think the defense might win the game for him. That's that would be my tip. But because I don't think the offense, I think the offense, I think there's more there's more offense at the Giants. It'll just be at this moment in time. I think it's it looks all right. Um, it'll just be whether they can, yeah, they they can in big play scenarios whether they can stop Dallas from you know getting into their face and getting into the you know. You know, I think that's going to be if if Daniel Jones spends a lot of time on the floor and being forced to do stupid things. I think that's where the game could go away from him quite quickly. Yeah. Um, but Saquon's playing well, so you never yeah, know. Nice to see that. Something I was looking forward to um, in the preseason. So, yeah. um, and that wraps Mind up. That. So that's that's the week three matchup. So I mean just a, a quick recap. There's a couple of players that we have highlighted, um, mainly DBs this week actually, on the waiver watch. Uh Nate Hobbs at the Raiders, Hafanga might struggle to pick him up now, but if he's out there, go grab him. Um Frankie Louvu. Uh yeah. Uh Jonathan Owens at the Texans. Yeah, Julian uh, Love, who we just on, mentioned. Yeah, Julian Love. Um nothing much in the Nothing much in the linebackers always slip. Divine Diablo, I've got apart from that. Yeah. That's about it. Um, yeah, I mean, I mentioned Quincy Williams. Uh, yeah, Quincy Williams at the, the Jets. Uh, DL wise, a few bits and pieces. Uh, Preston Smith at the Packers had a good game. I found him on the odd waiver. Um, Don't mind. That's, uh, that's kind of it. Dremont Jones, who we just touched on at the Broncos. That's kind of it, really. Um, so it's mainly mainly DBs this week, which is quite it's, handy. That's mainly DBs, yeah. That's, that's what you do in your education bit on next week. So, yeah, look forward to that week three. Week three of IDP educate, and uh, we'll be doing the the week four matchups. Happy days. So, anything else, Bren? I think we're good, mate. Cool. Well, until then. We will see you next week. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Hey, everyone. Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the U.K. HIV is still an issue in Montgomery County. The more open we're able to talk about HIV, we treat it like any other health prevention. PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis. People who are not HIV positive, who may be at high risk for contracting the disease. This is a good choice for you. 
It's just a way for you to sort of take control and say, I'm going to do this to protect myself. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Learn more about PrEP, the HIV prevention medication. Visit doitforyoumc.org. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.